0: Do you think this episode's a good fit for the podcast?
1: Oh, yeah. I think it, you know, fits like uh, a a glove.
0: Itch Manners.
1: Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And
0: I'm your wife host,
1: Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanner. It's
0: extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions, hello, my dove.
1: Hello, dear. Oh, it's so good to be back.
0: So nice to be looking at
1: your face. It's nice to be looking at your face, too. We've been gone for so long. Well, not really. Not really that long. No, we, we missed last week. You have been busy. Oh, Yes. Out of the last thirty days, I have uh, slept in my own bed five times, mm. not counting naps. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has been quite quite a busy month for us, but here we are. Back, here we are, back in the saddle again. Back as, again, as they say. Uh, and we missed you so much. And thank you for sticking with us with all of the oh uh, the ups and downs. How are you?
0: I think you know. Uh, I think I'm finally starting to enjoy summer.
1: Well, um, just in time, I guess. <laughs> uh, bad news, my love.
0: Oh, there's at least a few more weeks of summer.
1: Is there? Uh, is, I don't know. I don't even know. Does summer start uh, in September or when people go back to school? In end? August. When? Do... Wait. Huh. <laughs> okay, listen.
0: Isn't it officially fall on like the twenty second of September? Like, isn't that? I don't... How the calendar divides? For
1: me, it is when the leaves turn, the air becomes chill, the the hoot owls hoot in their barns, the ghosts dance among the clouds.
0: So and the 2nd of September is Labor Day, okay, which was, is but usually- I was
1: painting like a verbal picture. I wasn't of, listening.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I was trying and to describe usually, like a scene from Hocus Pocus. Uh-huh, yeah. And that's the usually, black
1: cats wander around the streets causing their mischief. Sorry, what were you saying? Labor Day is usually
0: when the pool's closed. So, that's when I assume summer's over, September 2nd.
1: Okay. But see, I was also trying to describe like kind of a chill, blustery, it's getting cold thing. So we can transition into talking about our subject, which is gloves, oh. you know, it's getting cold. You put on gloves. Oh, gloves. Right. That was that's where I was going.
0: While gloves were originally manufactured, well, fashioned to keep one's hands warm. That's not what they've always been about.
1: No, it's also to keep your hands clean when you're eating Cheetos. Uh, That's why many fancy people wear them. Is it? To keep your hands clean whilst eating the dust beach snacks. Okay, you are going to have to stop
0: that voice. Okay. So it turns out that gloves, like I said, have pretty much been around since people have had hands. Um, mm,
1: that does track.
0: And historians can trace them back to pretty much when people started making shoes. They also started making gloves, which is somewhere around the... Stone age.
1: (laughs) Listen, this completely makes sense, right? Because if you uh, remove any fashion element from it, right? Mm -hmm. If you're thinking about things you use every day, right? Feet and hand. Like, if you're going to protect your feet, right? Because they're walking on the ground. It also makes complete sense to me that you're, like, protecting your hand. Things are hot. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are animals out there that you're both, like, working with and that you are hunting
0: or protecting yourselves from
1: protect yes right and if uh, i make sense to me that if you would want to protect any part of your body well there are probably many parts uh yeah you you know what i'm saying folks but i get why hands would be in like the top 5 concern
0: so probably for 23 24,000 years hunters and gatherers like you said have been using gloves um and they probably were more like mittens Right. Uh-huh. OK. Um. But as far as like stitched with holes specific for each finger, they were first created and used as early as 18,000 BCE.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. That's way earlier than I would have guessed. I was about to say like, oh, yeah, some really intricate stuff. I could see. But yeah, I guess as soon as you start training falcons, <laughs> the fa- I don't know when people started training falcons admittedly. Well,
0: the oldest pair of gloves known to exist today are a pair of linen gloves that were discovered with King Tut's various things.
1: I'm so impressed, mostly because I don't know how they haven't been lost to this point, because I cannot keep a pair of gloves. (laughs) (laughs) He's a pharaoh, so let's assume
0: he had several pair.
1: Okay, but that that kind of spoils my joke about (laughs) how I lose gloves all the (sighs) time.
0: Um, and it is thought that gloves of this type were pretty common in Egypt. They weren't very fancy. Um, and they were, again, used to protect hands, probably from the sun.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, and then once we hit the 17th century, the gloves have gone Wild, right? Yeah. So they've only gotten more and more ornate and decorative, and, and less practical, less practical and fashionable. Um, so things like beads, embroidery, sometimes even jewels were woven into gloves. And if you're going to lose a pair of gloves, right, yeah. don't wear, don't lose that pair.
1: I mean, unless they had those things that they have on like kids' gloves, sometimes where you can like clip them together. So mm-hmm. at least if you lose them, you lose both. <laughs>
0: My mom used to connect ours with a string that she would run through the sleeves of our, cl- our uh, coats.
1: Really? So. Genius.
0: So they wouldn't, like, even if you took them off, they would kind of, like, hang down out of your sleeve. Like your hands had fallen off? <laughs> and so you wouldn't have to worry about putting them in your pocket. They would they still just, get.
1: They would just hang out there. They
0: would just hang out there. Okay but it was harder to lose them unless you took your coat off
1: and pulled and the gloves out coat. and
0: you yeah. you know all that stuff
1: okay
0: um and about this time the 17th century is when gloves start to become a very gendered item um in the way of the the males and females at the time were not really supposed to touch each other
1: uh oh. but
0: as one does you you do touch other people so the gloves were added as a layer of protection against this faux pas of touching the opposite sex
1: okay seems like a a bit of a loophole yeah it definitely is. It, now, definitely is it definitely is 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 there also so i would also assume this is my uh weird logic brain that there's probably something to cuz a lot of the gloves were like white gloves right there was probably a lot of like Showing off how clean you could keep your hands, right? Sure. That was probably a big deal because I know that that's a thing, like that, uh, like uh, you know, houseworkers would often wear the white gloves to check for dust and stuff. You see sure, I've seen that, that in shows.
0: the movies. Um, but also, white gloves are easier to keep clean. Oh, because uh, you just bleach them. Well, they didn't oh. really have bleach always, but ammonia, oh, okay, uh, could be used to clean them.
1: And plus, then you could see who's been eating Cheetos. It, I assume a lot of it has to do with Cheetos. How often does this like come back to Cheetos?
0: It really doesn't.
1: Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Oh, it's because Cheetos weren't invented until the 1800s. Uh,
0: there were times when women were expected to take their their gloves off to eat.
1: Well, yes, when you're having fried chicken or pizza or whatever.
0: <laughs> or whatever.
1: Or whatever. What
0: I what this really brings to mind is a scene in one of my favorite movies shut, No, oh. Pride and Prejudice. Oh, right, right, right. So in the Keira Knightley, uh, Matthew McFadden version, there is a scene where Darcy...
1: Hi, Beebe. Hi, Bebe. Bebe's, uh in here with us again, joining us again. She's watching Daniel on headphones, so she'll be chiming in from time to time. Hi, Bebe.
0: Uh, Where Darcy helps Miss Elizabeth into a carriage and the director makes a point of a close-up on their hands mm-hmm. because he helps her in and neither of them have gloves on. Mm. Ooh, So sensual there's a risk of touch. pregnancy. No. Oh. It, it's just a foreshadowing into the, the sensualness of the ungloved touching the ungloved. I
1: see. Okay. And
0: it even goes so far as um, the, the very next... Shot is cut to just Darcy's hand, which he kind of like flexes. There's oh. a lot of tension.
1: Oh, oh okay. Oh, <laughs> all right.
0: Anyway, now that we're to the 1800s, mm-hmm. um, fashion kind of caught up with the glove, and they said, "You know what? We don't really need all these fancy embellishments." Because now we can mass produce them on the sewing machine. Okay. So you could have a number of different gloves, all for different occasions.
1: I also imagine that the mass production of them, the industrial revolution, did this a lot, made it uh, affordable to more people. made it Made it so like you weren't having to like special order and pay, you know, custom prices to have a glove made. Now everyone's wearing gloves.
0: Certainly. Um, what? <laughs> What our wonderful researcher, uh, Alex, has said is the glove boom.
1: The glove boom. I love
0: that. Took place between 1890 and 1940. Um, Like you said, that's very close to like industrialization and... And
1: it is also exactly when I'd picture it. Especially like 1915 to 1940 is when I think... Gloves, right? Gloves. Because I'm thinking Great Gatsby, you know, I'm thinking the the Roaring Twenties, the Flappers, those like clean line, very long, like almost up to the elbow gloves. That really
0: wasn't until the 50s. Oh, really? Right. So uh, both men and women wore gloves at this time where men would keep the gloves to about wrist length Mm -hmm. and ladies to mid forearm. Right. That was a
1: good time for like challenging people to duels too. It's a lot harder <laughs> to do that now without gloves. You have to like go find a glove, and by the time you do, your temper's cooled down. So there's a lot less duels now. I think so, except during the winter. <laughs> or if when you're you, forging,
0: when you can uh, use a sopping wet glove. Ooh.
1: Ooh! Oh, the added! Oh, the added uh, insult.
0: Um, and like I said, as style moved into the 50s.
1: Hi, baby.
0: Hi, uh, people. Uh, style icons such as Hedy Lamarr mm-hmm. and Marilyn Monroe. That's when they started moving toward the uh, the long glove, right? Okay. You've, that's probably what you're thinking of. Okay. So, uh, moving into the 60s and 70s. Well,
1: let's do that. But okay. First, how about a thank you note for our sponsors? Sure. This week, we are sponsored by Quip. Listen, I love Quip. There, I've said it. You said it. Before Quip... Um, I, I had had some, you know, teeth and gum issues, grew up getting a lot of cavities, and I had had electric toothbrushes recommended to me by many a dentist.
0: But they're so cumbersome. They're
1: so bulky and cumbersome and expensive. And you
0: can't take them with you everywhere because you got to have like counter space yes. and like plug in and like all that stuff.
1: And I've had them like break and then replacing them is a hassle. And how do you even know like which one? you know, to get and all that will quit and
0: all those heads and everything. Like you got to go and buy more and find them everywhere. And
1: like, it's, it's a whole thing, but quip has simplified all of that because quip one, it's so, uh, the, the price point is very affordable. And so you're not going to like break the bank buying it. It's barely, barely like minuscule wise, bigger than a regular toothbrush but it features sensitive sonic vibrations, a built-in two minute timer, which is so great. So, cause listen, none of us are brushing our teeth long enough, and a multi-use cover that doubles as a mirror mount. So you can take it with you on the go. You can keep it protected at home, all of that. Plus there are no wires, no charger. It runs three months on a single charge, and then brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. That's such a good deal.
0: Sure is. So, Quip. Oh, and the toothpaste.
1: Oh, yeah. The toothpaste is our favorite. They make their toothpaste,
0: favorite. and I really like the minty freshness. Yes, it's
1: not over-minted, but it's delicious and great, and I love it. <laughs> uh, so, it's designed to be perfect for getting back into good dental routine, and it starts at just $25. So go to getquip.com slash schmanners right now, and you can get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at g e dot schmanners. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. We're both doctors, and- Nope, just me. Okay, well, Sydney's a doctor, and I'm a medical enthusiast, and we create- okay. Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine.
0: Every week, I dig through the annals of medical history to bring you the wildest, grossest, sometimes dumbest tales of ways we've tried to treat people
1: throughout history. Lately, we do a lot of modern fake medicine because everything's a disaster, but it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org as we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. And remember, don't drill a hole in your head.
0: So we made it all the way up to the '60s with ah, gloves. So these
1: are the '60s. I've heard so much about them. And Ooh the... la la. I'm not done. Hold oh, on. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. There sure are a lot of drugs around here, but everyone seems pretty happy. Okay, now go on. The and pants are so big. Okay, now go on.
0: And the mod trend. Uh, Saw us with gloves of crazy colors, Mm -hmm. patterns, all this kind of stuff. But they were highly regarded as like a fashion accessory instead of like an everyday use item anymore. Mm -hmm. So like... People weren't wearing gloves to go out to dinner. You were wearing gloves
1: to be seen wearing gloves. To be seen wearing gloves,
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and like we talked about earlier today, gloves are used mainly for winter. Mm-hmm. Um, although in recent years we have seen gloves kind of come back in different forms uh, on the runway. Um, I saw one. Recently, where it was kind of like the the fingerless gloves, except there were two fingers and the thumb was out, but like it goes kind of down. It it was was a fashion. It was a fashion. It was a look.
1: Well, here's my question. Okay. I don't know where you're at now. I don't know how much more you have to talk about.
0: Well, I want to talk a little bit more about gloves in media and uh, when to wear gloves. Okay.
1: So, but first, here's my question for you. Knowing everything you know about society now And culture now and fashion now right? Can you ever see us getting back to gloves Being like an everyday Clothing item And and, and Once mm. again I'm, I, As we often have to specify I'm speaking specifically in like North America The USA now because like I don't know maybe there are other cultures who still wear gloves On a regular basis uh, But I'm just thinking about like USA, North America kind of deal
0: so other than for utility.
1: Yeah. I mean, like as a fashion item, but worn every day. Because I could still see like if you're going out for a fancy evening or you're dressing up for a thing or like, you know, going to prom. Or whatever. I wore
0: gloves for prom.
1: Yes. I'm not surprised by that at all, my love. But I'm saying, could you ever see like, well, I'll never leave the house without my gloves. No, not really. Why do you think that? It, do you think it's just a practicality thing?
0: Well, I think that with with the expansion of like the gender universe and uh, the 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 social norms that we're creating anew, mm-hmm. I don't think that they'll be used in the same way. I still think that fashion could carry gloves, but, as, as to protect oneself from the opposite sex like well, they yes, were? I, no. Yeah.
1: But, um, absolutely not. I, I, I ask because I also think about the time in which they boomed was a time where like butlers and maids and valets and, you know, ladies' maids and stuff was such a regular occurrence mm-hmm. that you could keep gloves on your hand and not have to worry about like... I don't know, getting them dirty, getting, like, having to take also, them off. Also, society
0: could... was a lot more formal. Right. And I think that's one of the things you're alluding to, is I... that it, society, you know, we think of a 50s housewife welcoming the the husband home with a cocktail, wearing gloves and a hostess apron. Yeah. So, like, I just don't think that that formality is something that's continuing in, in our
1: society. You know what? Here's the one. I, 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 I'm going to take back what I said. I could see... A pathway to gloves becoming an everyday item if robots become an everyday item, right? Okay. Because then it's like, I'm going to let... Oh, the robot's opening the door for me. The robot is doing the dishes for me. The robot is taking care of all of this like practical stuff for me. I could wear gloves. I'm saying that I, Travis McRoy would wear gloves in that scenario. You know, because that's If, a,
0: if you had a robot butler. Yeah.
1: All right. right. Because like that's the thing is I wouldn't want to have to be taking them on and off all the time, right? But if I could just wear... Some fancy gloves with I don't know my tuxedo that I don't own. <laughs> then I would probably start wearing gloves. You know what I mean? Alright. I think it could now that would cover up my nail polish. So that maybe I'll just do instead of fingerless gloves, just fingertipless gloves. Mm-hmm. Just set so me hey, TM M T M. Don't steal my fashion. Fingertipless gloves, just or maybe I'll just cut out just where my nail is so you oh, can see my okay. nails in Ooh. Gloves where you paint the nail polish on the glove. TM, TM, TM. They have that already. What? Sorry.
0: There are gloves with fake fingernails on them.
1: Get out of the town. Really? Totally. I thought that was a weird thing I invented. No. Oh, man. Okay. I revoke my TM. Okay.
0: So I want to talk about a couple of other things that the media use. The media.
1: The media. More
0: like movies and TV. (laughs) Uh storytelling mm-hmm. use gloves for um so one of the things that uh disney actually is famous for is using gloves to hide something about a character right oh, yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. what comes to mind is like cruella Deville, right mm-hmm. where um she says that she you know wants to love and take care of these puppies and uh, anita yeah that's her name right Sure. Yeah, Anita's like, oh, well, they're not ready or whatever. And we finally find out, you know, what she wants to do with the puppies. And as the movie progresses, she becomes more and more disheveled. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Cruella does. And yeah. by the end, one of her gloves is completely off. And that's one of the way that storytelling. It's a reveal. Yeah, it is kind of a reveal. Um, your,
1: your inner truth is showing.
0: Same thing with Hans in Frozen. Oh, okay. Right? So he is the prince that um, Anna f- falls fast in love with. And Spoilers. he wears gloves throughout the entire movie. Um, and that is one of the ways that the storytellers show that he's hiding something.
1: That is interesting because this does, uh, it makes psychological sense to mm-hmm. me, right? If I went to shake someone's hand and they were wearing a glove and I couldn't like feel you know their pulse or whatever you know the heat of their hand it would sure. you could very much make a case for like hmm what are they hiding because i also always think about gloves as something oh quick pause while we fix the angel tiger okay we're back so we fix the <laughs> angel tiger um as i was saying like i could see where you could make a psychological case for like what are they hiding and we're back. We fixed Daniel Tiger and everything's fine now. Um, so as I was saying, it's I, I could see where there is a strong psychological connection, at least now, mm-hmm. right? Where they're not common anymore where if somebody's wearing gloves for, like, a handshake or something, we're like, what are they hiding? Exactly. Especially since it's also used a lot in, like, sci-fi and fantasy, if, mm-hmm. like, someone's been cursed. I think Dumbledore does it or something. Where yeah. he's been cursed and he wears a glove because, like, he has a secret to reveal, right? Right. That seems like a thing that people use it for a lot in sci-fi and fantasy.
0: The other way that storytelling takes advantage of gloves is to go back to Frozen, Um, Elsa's gloves Uh she uh, once she reveals herself she no longer has use of the gloves so she's declaring her vulnerability yes same thing happens in uh, Gone with the Wind Scarlet where
1: where Scarlet reveals that she can control the weather (laughs) I've never seen it is that what the wind is about no and the wind is Gone with the Wind? Hold on. He's Gone with the Wind. A prequel to Frozen, because there's the wind, and now it's frozen. No. And she has powers, and now she has frozen. Now she's got frozen. That's not what it's about. Are you sure? When was the last time you watched it?
0: Uh, college.
1: And she says, God is my witness, I will freeze this land and punish my enemies."
0: No, she doesn't.
1: I'm pretty sure that's what she says.
0: But when she visits uh, Rhett in the jail. Uh, she is no longer wearing gloves, and that's a symbol of her vulnerability because she's uh, she is attempting to make amends at least through her eyes.
1: Okay, her frozen, frozen eyes. No, okay,
0: um. So these, these would continue. Sometimes, actually, also gloves are used to kind of put on a facade, put on. Uh, so one would argue, in, say, like, Drive, uh, Driving Miss Daisy, excuse me, mm-hmm. when the gloves go on, that's when you're on the clock.
1: It's a uniform, yes.
0: Uniform. Same thing with the movie Cinderella Man. When he puts on his boxing gloves, he, you know... It's
1: clocking in.
0: Clocking in, exactly. I see. So, I would love to go over some of the specifics of 50s glove etiquette. Oh, okay. These are amazing.
1: Let's do it.
0: Uh, When to wear gloves. Uh, You should wear your gloves on the streets of cities and large towns okay Mm-hmm. at church to a luncheon okay what's a luncheon anyway i think it's
1: having lunch with multiple people okay great okay.
0: uh to dinner to a dance to a restaurant to the theater when traveling and any other official function that's okay. like all of them right yeah, that's right? every that's everywhere isn't it
1: yeah it, I was about to comment on how specific it was until you got to official function. Unless that means like a, a like like city official, state official, like a government, fu- I don't know, who knows.
0: So, you and you might even want to keep your gloves on in the house because if you're hosting and you're receiving people into your home, both of those people, you and the guest are supposed to wear gloves. I wonder. So you should probably just keep your gloves on all the time, right? I wonder
1: if people got sick a lot less when hmm. they were wearing gloves all the time. I guess it depends on if you then wore your gloves while you were, like, eating or well, if you, like, wiped your nose with it or something. Here we go. Uh-huh.
0: When one can remove her gloves. Uh, so when at a restaurant, a lady is supposed to remove her coat... But keep her hat and gloves on until she's seated at the table, and then she can take her gloves off. Okay. Um, anywhere gloves are are considered part of the ensemble of your outfit, such as uh-huh. a dance, they should not be removed, but if you have something to eat or drink in order to avoid soiling the gloves, you can take them off and put them in your, uh, your purse or tuck them into the cuff of your dress.
1: Or you can put on another set of gloves, use those gloves to eat and then remove the outer set of gloves to keep the inner set of gloves clean.
0: Uh, One should remove one's gloves before eating, drinking, smoking, playing cards or putting
1: on makeup. Do you think if I started wearing gloves to like conventions to keep from getting sick, like, uh, but like, not like rubber gloves or like dish cleaning gloves, but like some fancy silken things or some like really cool like leather, you know, gauntlets. Do you think that would weird people out? <laughs>
0: <laughs> do I think that they would uh consider you cosplaying as a villain? Yes, I do.
1: Okay. Okay, cool, cool. They were going to be black silk gloves. Yes, See? you have seen through. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Um so here's the thing. This is a highly gendered rule. A lady,
1: highly gendered. A
0: a lady would never take off their gloves to shake hands. Um, But men, were they wearing gloves like driving gloves or um, basically men at this point would wear like leather gloves? Mm -hmm. Men can remove their gloves in order to shake hands. In fact, it's suggested that uh, a handshake is not something. Uh, that if you uh, sorry if you kept your gloves on during a handshake, it was a sign of like you know like crossing your fingers behind your See, back. See, that's thing. what I'm
1: saying, right? You can't feel the their pulse, yeah. the heat of their skin,
0: right? Um. So then, all of this stuff about gloves, matching the ensemble, matching the the thing you're doing, all this kind of things, we need to talk about how. Gloves should look at all times. Okay. Uh, It's important that they fit well. Yeah. They should be form-fitting, but not too tight.
1: Feel like a glove, is what you're saying. They should feel (laughs) like a glove, is what you're saying.
0: And white, beige, or black are considered um, the neutrals for gloves. Uh, You can also wear colored gloves, but you should not... Match your gloves to your shoes or your dress, but you can match your gloves to your hat.
1: Oh yeah, well, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> and according to a Vogue article detailing these gloves, uh, do know that gloves the same color of your uh, garment uh, or even your skin will make your arms look longer. Whereas a contrasting color will make the arms look shorter.
1: I see. So, listen. Before we wrap up, do we want to talk a little bit about like cold weather winter gloves? No. Boring. No. Oh. Okay. Take them off when you get in the house, I guess. <laughs> uh, keep them dry. Keep them dry. Um, and you know what? Enjoy. Get some nice. Get some nice like. Faux fur lined gloves. Ooh, That's what I like. Oh, some fake. Uh, what's the fleece lined? Ooh, Ooh, yeah. All right. And
0: remember, you can wear bracelets with your gloves, but not rings.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, like you. You don't mean winter gloves. You mean
0: right, right, right. Well, I mean any gloves. Would
1: you wear rings over a no. glove? No. I feel like I've seen that in movies. Well. Okay. Maybe not in the fifties. Not in the fifties. Okay.
0: One more. You could wear bracelets. Over top,
1: uh huh, that makes sense. But
0: your rings had to stay, I mean, like you know, your basic rings had to stay underneath.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you for joining us. Sorry again about the missed week last week and, and all that stuff. Whatever. Hey, we're back now, and I think we've done a pretty good episode. <laughs> I feel pretty good about this one. Uh, let's see, things. Things to tell people. The Adventure Zone Graphic Novel Book 2, Murder on the Rockport Limited, is out now. You can buy it uh, wherever it is sold. Um, <laughs> if you go to uh, theadventurezonecomic.com, you can find uh, where to order it online there. And if you're just like walking around a bookstore, especially like a Barnes & Noble, just ask them if they have it. And then pick up some copies. to Support really your
0: local bookstores yes. as well.
1: Assuming they have the adventure Zone, two. and if
0: they don't ask for it, ask maybe for they'll it by order name. it for you. Yes,
1: exactly. Go to uh and check out all their new merch, including a Macroy backpack and an adventure zone uh, fanny pack, which belly bag, I, belly bag, sure, I love it very, very much. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff, but we'll keep talking about it as we go. You can find all the other Macroy projects at macroy.family. you can go to maximumfun.org to find all the other amazing maximum fun shows. What else, Teresa?
0: Well, we always thank Brent Floss Black for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Um, also, I want to big give a big shout out to our research assistant, Alex. Gosh, she has saved my uh, butt more times than I can even imagine. Thank you so much, Alex. Um, thank you to Kayla M. Wassel for her Twitter thumbnail art. Um. And you can tweet at us at SchmannersCast. Um, that's where we get, uh, when we do, a, a, you know, an episode where we ask for questions. <laughs> that's where we ask for questions. So do follow us.
1: Um, and you can email us if you have topic ideas. Yes. Uh, you can email us SchmannersCast at gmail.com. Uh,
0: join the Fan Run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. Uh, there's some really good topics coming out of there these days. Um, and it's Uh, really great for people who want to give and get excellent advice.
1: Uh, So that's going to do it for us join us again next week.
0: No RSVP required.
1: You've been listening to Schmanners
0: Schmanners Schmanners get it